Redskins fans podcast. On tonight's show, we talk about the Pro Bowl and London Fletcher and Arakpo's performance. We talk about the Hall of Fame voting this coming weekend. Nick Sunberg signed to a futures contract. Keenan McCardell, the wide receivers coach, and much more. Live, Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Oh. Welcome, Harry Hog Football, episode 202. Greetings, my excellent friend. That's the double zero sandwich. The what? What? I don't know. You got a two, it's a palindrome, I don't know. Let me think of another way to describe it. Aaron and I don't know what Josh means by that, but welcome to episode 202, Harry Hog Football. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have a plethora of things to talk about this week with you guys out dude, there. Gross. A plethora of oh, things. Oh, a plethora. A plethora. Not a dude. Seriously. Hey, dude. <laughs> guess. Hey, it's not only itinerary, but I just thought about this. Guess what we can give this week? What's game, that? Game balls and kicking the balls awards. We sure can. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, and yeah, fact, I wonder who well, gonna... considering there are only two Redskins on the team, and we have to give them to Redskins, I think I knew who I'm giving my game ball and who I'm giving my kick to. Uh, since when do we have to give them to Redskins? Though we've often given them to refs and other teams' coaches. Like I gave one to the coach of Atlanta this year. And yeah, yeah, but we, then don't, we, made we don't you give them to one. players on the other teams though, because we'll just be like, I give one to To because I hate him. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, anyway, I mean, and it's not fair rules. in this situation to even give it to a coach because I'd be like, I'm going to give it to Wade Phillips because I can't stand the guy. I was going to give mine to Wade Phillips, but he okay. deserves it though because, and we're going to talk exactly about uh, about exactly why he does deserve it for being a bad coach in the Pro Bowl. God, he's a bad coach in the Pro Bowl. But Aaron, before what? we get started on that, who is uh who is bringing this episode to us this week? Tonight's episode is brought to you proudly by Red Queen 81. Whenever you're on HarryHogFootball.com, check out the chat box. It's a possibility. Red Queen 81 may be there, ready to chat. Redskins football. Excellent. Reds, right Red Queen 81. Hey, I see you actually put that in the chat box on the website. Yeah. This week's episode, 202, brought to you by Red Queen 81. Solid. And by and the Carnegie you- Foundation. <laughs> and by the Carnegie Foundation, <laughs> and by the one I told Aaron about last week when I was listening to NPR um, last weekend, it suddenly comes up. It's like, you know, NPR, all things considered, is brought to you by. Uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Halloween Dawn- Two. <laughs> it was like, yeah, Halloween Two by Rob Zombie, available on DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday. And I was like, what? <laughs> and by the Carnegie nice. Foundation. Nice. I guess they're shooting for a broader audience in the uh, the uh, public radio uh, market nowadays. You know, money's hard to come by. They're trying to trying to get some of those uh, younger type people in there. Wonder how Bill and Melinda Gates feel about that. 
the Bill and Middle and the Gates Foundation. Right. And by Rob Zombie. By the Harry Hog Foundation. But anyway, thank you to Red Queen 81. Um, We usually go by sign-in names and not people's real names, but she was the first to use our donate button on the bottom left on our website. She donated a, 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 a little sum to help keep us going. Here at Harry Hog Football, and we appreciate that greatly. So tonight's she, episode is brought to you by Red Queen eighty one. She's an underwriter. Yeah, she, yeah, is, she is underwritten and, by Red Queen eighty one. She does have she does Foundation. have her name. She does have her name up on the website on her profile. So we would like to say thank you to Joan. She does have a real name. Okay, if she's got it up there, I guess it's all right to put that out there. I'm gonna go by. So we appreciate host. it. It was actually her idea for us to put a donate button on there, and uh, you know. Dudes, I'm going to call her by her code name, Red Queen 81. Red Queen 81, I do like that name. Anyway, let's move forward into the podcast. I think this is the first time on this podcast that I've ever said podcast. Anyway, we got to go into Uh, the – let's just go straight into the Pro Bowl. If you guys didn't watch it, then um, you missed a barn burner. (laughs) Woo-hoo! And – well, let's just go right into it. Uh, London Fletcher in his first Pro Bowl, and I must say he was a force to be reckoned with. He was stout, dude. And the defense, dude, seriously, middle. yeah. He Five had like tackles. three out of four tackles on that first drive. Yeah, he was he was officially credited with five tackles in the game. I know the the very first play from scrimmage, he got juked a little bit right at the line of scrimmage and and missed the first tackle. And after that, he was just a machine. I know he was only credited with five, but he was in on a lot of hits. Unlike Dude, Arakpo. Arakpo yeah. liked to it, run around, like, for some reason and not touch anyone. He, he was the quintessential guy that, like, every time a play was done, you saw him jogging in from the side of side view of the camera. Like, he'd just come into the picture right at the end, right before they clicked to something else. Yeah, he kind of reminded me of Carlos Rogers. Like, you know, I'm running in after the play. How many times during that game did you guys see, like, some defensive ends easily could have made a sack and just, like, ran right by the quarterback on purpose? I seriously think that, that they told them you cannot rush the quarterback and you cannot sack him. Well, yeah, that's, that's the entire reason that the Pro Bowl is the biggest joke. You can't have an all-star game in football because everyone's afraid of getting hurt because it's a contact sport. It's ridiculous that they even still play football. the game. It's still football. Yeah, but then some dude like it. forgot and sacked the quarterback. No, dude, you know what that was? It was Mario Williams of the Texans, and he had already gone by and done one of those, you know, you know, tappity tap and wave at the ball things like three seconds after he could have crushed the quarterback. And he's just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out like next to him doing dump, jumping jacks, and I think finally he got sick of it. He was like, "I'm bare, basically on top of this quarterback, and he still has to throw the ball. I have to tackle him. It's just ridiculous that I don't." So he finally did. And and like you're saying, I I don't know if they were told not to tackle the quarterbacks. I don't think they were. I think they were just doing it because no one wants to hit in that game. But you saw as the game was going on, people started hitting a little bit more. They were bringing a little bit more uh, pepper with them on those hits. <laughs> it, it, it got interesting. Dude, I think London Fletcher was hitting from the get go, and he was, I, I yeah. felt like I felt like they pulled him aside and said, "Dude, calm down." They, they pulled him aside and put that crappy Beeson guy in. That yeah, John that, Beeson dude that, from the Panthers. Terrible. God. That dude, every time they scored, it was when that guy was in. 
Oh, he gave up like he gave up so many runs up the middle. Like whenever he was in, they were like, "All right, we're running." Norv Turner was like, "Let's run." And besides yeah, that, every time, all every, oh, and who was the coach of the NFC team? Wade. Wade Phillips. Phillips. Wade no. Phillips. So every time, like Wade all three of us called him, we were texting each other. We were just like, "Dude, every time Fletcher's in, they can't run." And every time they take him out and put that John Beeson in, maybe maybe Wade Phillips thought he was a cowboy because their helmets looked really close. The Panthers' helmets looked really close to Cowboys' helmets. The dude needs to get some LASIK surgery or something. I don't know. He, that is true, John. They wear the same color helmets, and they pretty much have the same colors in their uniform. But, man, that guy, he was horrible. Pretty yeah, much all the – How did he make the Pro Bowl? Dude, pretty he much all – just like, ah, it's a Pro Bowl. I'm just going to let him on through. London Fletcher, you watch him, man. You watch his eyes, and you watch him making these reads. He knows exactly where he's going, you know, before the play develops. And, oh, yeah. One of the and things this other was... guy is just, like, telling people the wrong thing, running the totally wrong direction, not pay attention to the developing play. I yeah. mean, that's the job of the middle linebacker. You've got, you've got to be controlling that defense, which when London Fletcher is in there – he, he's got no problem with telling all those guys what to do, regardless of whether or not he's ever played with them before in his life. Yeah, one of the cool things that they did with this Pro Bowl, and it was neat that they did it with this because you wouldn't want it in a real game, obviously for, for you know, like spying and, and getting calls and things like that. But they actually had, they actually let us listen in on the quarterback's uh, microphone and on the middle linebacker's microphone. So you could hear London Fletcher barking out orders. And I mean, I, like like you said, he took charge as soon as he got on the field. One of the reports I read the next day said somebody, one of his teammates was like, I don't think London Fletcher got the memo that this is the Pro Bowl. Like, as in, as in not to take it as seriously as he did. Dude. He wanted to win that game, and Tony Romo and other Cowboys took that dream away from him. Didn't I text? I texted one of you guys as soon as Romo came in. I was like, well, Romo's going to throw the game away because there's actually a little bit of pressure on him because it was such a close game. You know, a little bit of pride on both sides. And it was like, well, there's some pressure on him. You know he's going to lose. And what does he do? He throws a pick. Dude, all the Cowboys in that game sucked. And so did, all the, terrible. So did all the Eagles with the exception of J- Deshaun Jackson. Golly. Deshaun Jackson, who was picked after, I believe it was... He was picked in the second round. I know it was after um, um, Devin Thomas. I don't know if it was after Malcolm Kelly, but I know that he got picked after Devin Thomas. So we'll see how those two picks shake out over the next couple of years or so. Did you see him catch that pass and then it looked like he was going to get tackled and then he like noticed those guys after him and he went up to a different speed? He just like kicked now, how it much up of that? I know he's a fast dude, but how much do you think that was him – Turning it to another level, and how much do you think the other guys are like? Eh, it's the Pro Bowl. I'm kind of hungover. I don't know. He looked like he kicked it up. He did kick it up. I don't know if, if I, I agree. I don't know if part of the pursuit problem was that guys just weren't trying as hard. But you're exactly right. You could see him. It was like he shifted into fifth and was gone. He's pretty outstanding. He just cruised. Anyway, so, enough about an eagle. Yeah, truly. Except the the Cowboys um, cornerbacks like. Whenever they were Newman. in there, they were sucking it up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they were terrible. All right, so who's your game ball going to go to for the Pro Bowl then? Josh? Uh, my game ball is pro- you know, after thinking long and hard about it, I think it's got to go to London Fletcher. Got to. Tough decision. 
Tough decision between he and Brian Arakpo, but you know, Arakpo just needed to step up. Sorry. Um, I didn't even have to think about it. Mine is going to London Fletcher, and uh, you know why. And part of it's because of how he treated Clay Matthews over on the sideline. When he... <laughs> oh man, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, oh man, and John's game ball goes to Clay Matthews. And moving on. <laughs> What was up hey, with him guy. like messing with Clay Matthews' hair and Clay Matthews looked all like someone? He looked over at him like, why are you touching my hair, man? Well, do you love my hair? Well, London Fletcher probably the first guy like who was just like, prayer. dude, we got to put that back up on the website, dude. London I think, Fletcher I think was maybe London like, Fletcher was just like, he was like, why are you touching my hair? And he's like, oh, it's London Fletcher. Like most guys, he'd be like all up in their face. Why are you messing with my hair? And he's like, oh, it's the old guy. And London Fletcher's like it's kind of cool. like when your grandpa like pats you on the back. <laughs> London Fletcher's like, oh man, Clay, man, I was like running past you on that last play. You use Pert, man. Your hair smells good. <laughs> Are you using Pert Plus, dude? He's gonna be the uh, the 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 hair Palomalu next year. He's like, well, he'll he'll be doing the um, the the uh, head and shoulders commercials. <laughs> Is that Green Bay's tra- trademark? It's the NFC's trademark. I was like, what is that? It anyway. took me like three games of seeing Green Bay play this year before I, I realized that was, was not A.J. Hawk playing back there. And I think it was when I was like, God, that guy is really fast. I didn't know A.J. Hawk suddenly got some speed. Cause that Dude, I thought the same the thing. <laughs> I thought the same thing. And I was like, what? No. I thought it was A.J. Hawk. I thought it was A.J. Hawk. I mean, I really did. I thought it was A.J. Yeah. Hawk at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I start. I started cluing in when I realized he actually didn't look like he was running through water. Anyway, enough about AJ Hawk. <laughs> yeah, truly. Although that's a pretty cool name, AJ Hawk. It's a cool name. It's not very good though. He was good in college. Okay, anyway, moving on, dudes. We got a, a big deal coming up, maybe on Saturday, right? What? Oh wait, before Derek. we get to that, I'm giving my kick in the balls award to Wade Phillips. All right. Oh, yeah, I have to give a, a, a game ball, don't I? We didn't even do, like, the games and kicks themes or anything, man. You're slacking. I don't feel like it. Just right. play them both I'm giving back mine to, back. to London, play Fletcher, and my kick goes to Wade Phillips. Uh, no, no, your... my kick goes to Norv Turner. <laughs> Who's your kick go to, Josh? <laughs> uh, my kick goes to... Um, Tony uh, Romo Bill for Rivers. losing the game for the NFC? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers? Yeah. Okay. Dude, uh, dude had his fifth child and missed the Pro Bowl. He missed the Pro Bowl for for his fifth child. Fifth child, dude. Fifth. Well, dude, he that's didn't a need better to be re- there for that. That's five kids. He didn't need to be there for that. Yeah, Come but on, that's man. that's <laughs> no, a better that's reason. Not why. That's not why I'm giving it to him. I, oh. It's great that he has five kids, and th- the reason I'm giving He's it insane. to him is because dude was voted to the Pro Bowl. He and his wife need to do a little bit better planning about when they might have children. You know, here's an idea: yeah, a football player should not want to have, he would should not want his wife to be giving birth in the January, early February window. That exactly, is a, that is that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, imagine it was like you know a week later, and and the Chargers had you know had a really awesome season. I'm just saying, dude. Maybe I mean, if it's his fifth kid already, then you know maybe they're not into the whole uh, planning thing. They just kind of let them. <laughs> Let them come as they do. Let them hang low. Well, maybe maybe my kicking the balls to him will help square that away. <laughs> and let's 
let's move on. I think Romo deserves a kick more than that. <laughs> anyway. I'm still giving mine to Norvell. Moving forward, I just wanted to point out that this episode is brought to you by Red Queen 81. <laughs> Excellent. And if you would like to sponsor an episode of Harry Hog Football, you can go down to the donate button on the bottom left-hand side of the website, harryhogfootball.com. That's right. And and all episode long, we'll make sure that everybody knows that, for instance, this episode of Harry Hog Football is brought to you by Red Queen 81. <laughs> Red Queen 81. And I also Thank wanted to point out that Harry Hog Football is completely ad-free. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's amazing what a $5 donation will get you. Moving on. Here we go. Uh, moving forward here. The uh, Yes, this weekend, this Saturday, could plan us a trip to Canton. Hall of Fame voting. Once again, on the NFL Network at 5 p.m., Russ Graham up for the nomination. He'll probably get shafted again. But he probably will. There's a good chance that he could make it, which means I may be planning another trip to Canton. It'd be awesome to go to Canton again because after Russ Grimm gets in, it's going to be a long, long time before we have to go to Canton again. But dude, dude, I'm only going this time if um, if Aaron gets to pick only the finest hotel. <laughs> and if you and if we do get to go, we're definitely staying at the America's Best Value Inns and Suites in Dover, Ohio. Except for that, we're not because it was the worst hotel ever. Moving forward from this, uh, yeah, be Call sure Call that place a hole would be kind. Be sure to tune right. in at But they at have five good watch spiders there. Hall of Fame voting. They guard five the gaps in the wall. Saturday. And if you don't tune in, be sure to check the website. www.harryhogfootball.com because our correspondent in the field, John Adams, will have the report live or from like wherever they're voting at. Okay. Next on the agenda, Sam Bradford might not like the name Redskins. John, do you care to elaborate on this? Uh, well, this actually came out today. Sam Bradford's been down at the Super Bowl, and he was down on the uh, the uh, whatever they call it, the interviewers row or whatever it is that they call the the big section down there with all the uh, the big time and many of the little time uh, uh, reporters and folks of that nature. And he was being interviewed for ESPN 980 by Kevin Sheehan. And I'm pulling this off of Hogs Haven, um, who is a really good website. And basically what Sam Bradford said, uh, Kevin Sheehan asked him, he said, you are of Native American descent, correct? He said, correct. And so Kevin Sheehan said, so out of curiosity, do you have any sort of feelings about the Redskins name? And Sam Bradford hemmed and hawed and uh, – Basically, the end of his quote was, if it's something I have to do down the line, you know, then I will. But I just don't feel like I need to address that issue right now. Right. So, uh, so what does that mean? All the while, he was wearing a burgundy-colored cast on his left hand. Yeah, very interesting. Of course, that is one of the colors there, uh, Boomer Sooner. What that means is, let me translate that to you. More like a if he like goes that. to any other team besides the Redskins, he'll say he doesn't like the Redskins name. But if he goes to the Redskins, he will not say that. He will He will keep his mouth shut. So yet another reason not to draft Sam Bradford. Um, I've already said I'm, I'm totally against it. And all three of us are against it because we want O-linemen, just like all in- intelligent Redskins fans out there. And Got to uh, take O-linemen. Got to take, take O-linemen. O-linemen. Golly. Unless you're the Bleacher Report. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> the stalwart of, of the media world. The Bleacher Report. <laughs> anyway. So that's that the deal. Said, so apparently he's, uh, he's got a problem with the name, but he doesn't want to talk about it in case the Redskins do draft him. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's something big we'll news. talk about even more as we get towards the draft in two months' time. And that's some big Redskins news going into the break. On the other side of the break... We will talk about a long snapper the Redskins signed this week. And and a little teaser here, a little teaser before the end of the episode. We will explain the yellow cake story for uh, one of our listeners who's who's been asking us to uh, actually explain the story because we reference it an awful lot, but we don't seem to... Uh, Explain, and for some reason, this guy doesn't want to go back and listen to 201 episodes. I don't know what's up with that. Yellow, 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 yellow. On the yellow, 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 side of the break. That's coming up after the break. Stay tuned. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. We're back. Once again, this episode brought to you by Red Queen 81. And Seattle. Red Queen 81 for all of your Red Queen 81 needs. <laughs> John, you back from the John? Oh, oh, man. Are we back yet? We're back. We're back. Whew. Nick Sundberg, long snapper, is signed to a futures Ooh. contract with the Redskins. Ooh. The long snapper extraordinaire, Nick Sunberg, out of what was he out of Montana? Where's he out? Uh, he's out of Who Grizzly Adams State. <laughs> Grizzly Adams State University. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nick has been signed to a futures contract. To which Josh asked the question: Is the end near for the Red Snapper? Interesting. I think not. I'm going to have to say I think not because the Red Snapper is stellar. No, no, no. no. I did call him out near the end of the year this year and said that he has had a few snaps that have been a little wavering from his norm. I know everyone pretty much on the entire team didn't have a uh, kind of a down year. But uh, he he was looking a little shaky, so hopefully he's going to be able to bring it back. Um, He is the oldest guy on the team. I mean, he was born in 1971. So, he has he's not like older missed than a game. He's older he has than not Josh. missed a game since he was drafted in 1995. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been with the Redskins for what? Since 2001, 2000, 2002, somewhere in there. 2001. And uh, Here's the yeah. thing, though, dude. Here's the thing, though, and I said this in the post on the website this week. Um, you know, the Redskins signed this guy, Nick Sunberg, out of uh, University of uh, California, right? Grizzly Adams State. University of California Grizzly. (laughs) Something like that. Um, And he played with, uh, uh, I think he played with Carolina, right, last year? 
And somebody else too. Who was it? The Rams or somebody? Something like that. He can't. He's from Chapel Hill, or he went to Chapel Hill. Right. Um. What do you mean he went to Chapel Hill? He went was to. He, Ch- was oh, he I thought you were talking about Ethan Albright for a second. My bad. <laughs> was he no, in no, Carolina no, no. the day? I'm talking about the Sunburn guy for a second. I'm oh yeah. Back sorry, I forgot all about this guy. He's a futures guy. I'm not thinking Nick's, about it. Yeah, he's a futures guy. Nick anyway, Sunburn. he played with Carolina last year. Long time for uh, the future. Now, you know, Ethan Albright did did in Sean Sweezum's defense come out and say afterwards. Uh, when Sean Sweezum missed that last kick of his career as a Redskin, that that was Ethan Albright's fault as a, uh, as a, uh, it was a bad snap is what he was saying that it's my fault if it was a bad snap. I don't think that that's necessarily the case, although, I mean, maybe it did contribute to it. I don't know. Um, but the bigger thing here with Ethan Albright is that he is the, uh, he's the union rep for the Redskin. Yep. Um, and we all know that we're heading into an uncapped season. Possibly. And Possibly. if he's not in the locker room, if he's not a Redskin Probably. in a year, you know, say 2011 when all this is going down, what does that do to us? Well, I mean, that means that the Redskins being the rep is that going to end up being like Chris Cooley? That means the Redskins right. just that's have another that's rep. What I'm wondering. So what? Yeah, because well, no, because Ethan Albright, in my opinion, he's one of those guys. He does his job on the field, goes out and does it, and. Week in, week out, and you don't hear a lot about him. And I think that's the kind of guy you want as a rep. So who would who would it be if it's I know not Ethan Albright? I know Nick exactly Sunberg. why he's the rep because he's bored. Yeah, they're probably like, hey, they're probably <laughs> he's like, just hey, like Ethan, a long snap, and I get like three tackles a year on special teams. They're like, Ethan, dude, you don't have anything else, do You be the rep, seriously. We got too he's much. Like, I don't want to be the rep. And they're like, no, dude, you have to be the rep. You don't do anything else except snap the ball. And not even we'll on most of the play. Come on, Ethan. <laughs> then they're Come like, on, I mean, do you think they write it into his contract or what? We need you to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I and they know. can't do stuff like that with like the kickers and the punters because they suck all the time, so they're never around long enough. Plus their head so case. That's what I'm saying. Them. A long snapper, if it's a good long snapper, it's a good stable position for that kind oh, of yeah. thing. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so he's got his head who would be the regs if Ethan goes? That's what I'm asking. I mean, who, who would it be? be I don't rep. think you necessarily would want Nick Sunberg necessarily to step in and be your rep all of a sudden. Uh, well, if it's know. not him, if it's not the long snapper, it might have to be the punter. Well, that's true. That's true. I think it should be Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> I think it should be Clinton Portis. <laughs> How about Lindy Holmes or Antoine Holmes? Who? Clinton Portis, PJ Hill. Who the hell is PJ Hill, dude? Clinton Portis is a well-spoken individual. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> PJ Hill. Who's that? That exactly. Is he on the team? I think it should be. Lee Vickers doesn't even have a, a jersey number. Who's Lean Vickers? <laughs> this guy Who's is dead. Hill? We'll cross them off then. Who's Lean Vickers? Who, Benny Hill? <laughs> Benny Hill's on the team? And so is Boots Randolph. <laughs> anyway, let's move forward, dude. There was some big news coming out of Redskins camp this week, and that is that former Redskin, Keenan McCardell, well, two-time former Redskin, Keenan yeah, McCardell, exactly. is now two-time the wide receiver's Redskin. coach. How do you guys right. feel about this? Well, he's already wearing a Redskins Super Bowl ring, right? 
Yeah, he might as yeah. well earn it. He might as well earn yeah, it. Yeah, he might as well earn but it he now. Ne- <laughs> he never played a single play with the Redskins, but he had because yeah, he, he was did. on IR. Wait, but he was played, on the team with the ring. Wait, he didn't play with them on that year, but he has played with them in 2007. Right. The story on McCardell is that he was drafted in the 12th round, which they don't even have anymore, in uh, 1991 by the Redskins out of UNLV. And he was put on injured reserve. For the entire season, never played, got himself a Super Bowl ring. And then he came back, what, 2007? Uh, I think. At yeah, the end seven, of the year. 2007. Yeah. So he's at, so he is, uh, he is only one year, he is, he is seven months older than Ethan Albright. And he is the, uh, wide receivers coach. Excellent. Um, I'll tell you, I, I'm fine with this, honestly. I mean, we'll see what he can do. I think there's some history there with Bruce Allen, right? Like he and Bruce Allen had Dude, I don't uh, worked know together in the past. They may have oh, worked but, together in Tampa Bay or something. But maybe. Right. But dude was a two-time Pro Bowler. I mean, uh, you know, he's a former Redskin, so he's got that going for him. He was not um, a Cowboy. He's like 13th. He's like 13th all-time on the receivers list. I mean, I think it's fine. The question is, is Kenny coach? Yeah, that's I mean, the question. I mean, you know, there's a big difference in, in those few little letters between can you catch and can you coach. He can catch, but can you coach? I, I think that's yet to be seen, but obviously they have some faith in him that he can get the job done. Well, he's been yeah. studying up to be a coach. Apparently he went to some, like, coaching school or something I read. Yeah, I saw that book when I was in Borders this past week. It was, had this yellow co- cover on it, and it said, Why Receivers Coaching for Dummies? And I <laughs> no. thought about buying it. No, seriously, he went to, like, some school and, like, did some kind of internship or something last summer. University of California Grizzly. Anyway. That, oh, University of Phoenix Online is offering that, I think. Anyway, Keenan McCardell, good luck, dude. Hope you're a good re- wide receivers coach. Yeah, and that just about rounds out the coaching staff, I think. I don't know if there's anyone left to cut. Cut! Or to uh, bring back. I think that settles the coaching staff, so hopefully they'll get together and uh, get some wins this year. Yeah, truly. <laughs> and right. speaking of coaches... Aaron, oh, do yeah. you have the sound effect? Because it's about one more time. Right. Zorn. Zorn. Jim Zorn gets a job. He doesn't even have to move. He was picked up in Baltimore as their quarterbacks coach. A <laughs> he was picked up position, in Baltimore at the bus station. <laughs> a position <laughs> that I think is By very fitting for him. In a Yuga. Um. <laughs> Actually, I think Zorn could probably go in as quarterback if he had to. I saw him like in pregame warmups last year, zinging that thing on the field. No, he, he likes to bounce the ball on the field first. What? Yeah. What? Hmm? He broke it's the up. The thing there. that he always does, where he tries to bounce the football to himself, like he's dribbling a basketball, and then throw it. <laughs> you ever see him do that? Uh, no. Oh yeah. He I does know. it all the time. They show him like before every game, sitting out there like with his quarterbacks. Or with his receivers throwing passes, and uh, he'll sit there and he bounces the ball like he throws it like five feet in front of him, and it bounces back up into his hands, and then he throws it. Nice. Where you guys do that? I gotta find a video clip of that. Yeah, he does it. I remember seeing it. Of course, he couldn't coach with a lick, but he'll he'll be a fine quarterbacks coach. I'll say that yeah. I remember seeing it if I don't have to watch the video of it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
Hopefully he didn't leave too many pit stains in his burgundy and gold outfits, and Shanahan will you be able his, to wear those. Black his and red green. and black outfits, you mean? Red and- his red and black outfits, because now he's going to be wearing um, lavender and... Um, puce. It's puce, I don't know, dude. cream or something. It's over puce there. and black. Lavender, lavender, cream, and charcoal over in over in Baltimore. Cream and charcoal and puce. Cream and charcoal? Cream. Cream and, color, you know, and, like... And puce. Uh, we know what you mean. Cream <laughs> and charcoal and lavender. And puce. Anyway. Sounds like a... <laughs> hey, speaking of... <laughs> hey, guys. As I said guys. on the website, enough about that guy. Speaking of the red and the black, um, this week's episode is brought to you by Red Queen 81. <laughs> nice. Win on Harry Hog football. Look out for Red Queen 81. That's right. So, uh, dude, let's see. Did, did, uh, have we heard from Tom this week? Tom no, we haven't. Action, I tried to get in touch with him today and, uh, and to no avail. I, there, was, there was no Tom's trivia. You know why? He's Where probably are so. You? Dude, he's probably so excited about the letter he got from the Redskins talking about all the upgrades this year that he can't contain himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the jumbo, yeah. super mega jumbotron. Apparently, if you go to the top of the Washington Monument, you'll be able to watch the entire game on the jumbotron. Sweet. That's sitting in FedEx Field. Hey, speaking of, you guys will think this story is funny. I know it's not on the itinerary or anything. But today, my boss, who is a um, Redskins fan, supposedly, um, <laughs> I went in there and I was like, hey, man, um, I'm thinking about going to see the Redskins game against the Bears next year. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he started talking about it. He's like, we can get a whole group of people to go. And then he was like, in the morning, he was like, in the morning before we go to the game, we can catch a lot of the sights around Chicago. And then we can go to the game. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? I was like, wait, 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 what? And he was like, in the morning before the game, we can catch a lot of the sightseeing around Chicago before we go to the game. And I was like, um, uh, the only sightseeing I'm going to be doing before the game is, is from my hotel. The bottom of my beer bottle. <laughs> from my hotel <laughs> to the Soldier Field parking lot. And he was like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, <gasps> uh, tailgate. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, with all those Bears fans? And I was like, <laughs> "Dude, yeah, this is dude, not Philadelphia." Yeah, yeah, I was. That's what I said. I was like, "They're not like Eagles fans or anything." And he was like, "Uh," like he acted like he was all scared, like he was gonna get beat up or something for being a Redskins fan. And then he like completely changed his tune. He's like, "And if if any of them mess with him, I'll just like take about four or five of them out." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "All right, dude." See you later. You, just, you should just tell them, you know, you'll be fine as long as you don't try to steal their sausage and peppers. <laughs> as long as you don't touch their sausage. <laughs> <laughs> dub bears. Dub bears. Dude, dude, dub bears. dude, seriously. I dare you to go over there and touch those guys' sausage. <laughs> <laughs> dub bears. Go on, dude. That's what they do here in Chicago. Go on, dude. It's cool. <laughs> Just go snag one of their sausages. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh my! Anyway, oh that man, could make, the only it, thing worse than that would be if he wore his yellow cake. Yellow. All right, so John, wow. now's the time, right? We need sure. a sound effect for yellow cake. Aaron, put that music on the nacho music. Put it on. That's good. No, nah, dude, it's the it, dude. You got you got to put on the uh, the 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 na 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 na. 
music. Do I have that music? You you, you have in the past. All right, keep talking and I'll try to find it. Yellow cake. Keep, keep talking. <laughs> Talk and I'll try to find it. <laughs> All right, dudes, the story about yellow cake was a couple of years ago, I was looking for a, a good picture of Mark Brunel um, to, to put on a post on the website. So I went to Google Images and I typed in Mark Brunel and, you know, hit enter. And the first two images that came up were a close-up of some dude's, like, midsection who was wearing a gold jockstrap. No way. And under... <laughs> way, dudes. And and the caption underneath the first two, or the, the two pictures that had this, said something or other, you know, dot, yellow dot, dot, something cake. or other, Mark yeah. Brunel's yellow cake. And I was just <laughs> like, what in the world? And basically what it was is someone took, like, some some sly photo with like their camera phone of, of Mark Brunel when he was standing around in his, his gold jock strap <laughs> and posted it online. In his yellow cake. <laughs> and so of course I uh copied the links and sent them to Josh and Aaron immediately. And, and they looked at it, it and checked them out and, and you know, we we laughed and, and all that good stuff and said and all that stuff. And then someone, we talked about it. For some reason, we it just was something that stuck with us for a while. We kept going, yellow cake, yellow cake. Someone pulled down his yellow cake, didn't they? What's that? Someone pulled down his yellow cake, didn't they? <laughs> someone eventually got the, got the yellow cake pulled down <laughs> from those websites. Because about four or five months after we first talked about it in one of the episodes, this was a while ago. Um, we, you could still search yellow cake or Mark Brunel yellow cake and the photos would come up. But, <laughs> and I haven't done it in the last year, I gotta say. Actually, I'm gonna do it right now. But, dude, if, but if, no, hold if, on, let me tell you this, dude. When you uh, search Mark Brunel yellow cake on page two of Google Images, you get two image hits for Harry Hog football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's serious? awesome. Are you serious, Jeff? <laughs> yes, dude. I just yes. looked it up myself. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> yep, there are two photos of, uh, if you look up Mark Brunel Yellow Cake on the second page, there are two photos from Harry Hog Football amongst um, Big Bird. I think Mark Brunel's Yellow Cake Samurai probably. Japanese Shop. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> what it was, it was that. Dude, and eventually, I guess, I guess Wait, Mark hold on. Brunel hold got on. the pictures taken away. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something real quick? All right. yep. I just Googled Mark Brunel Yellow Cake, and on the first page, the second entry down is Harry Hog Football Vintage Beta 1.0. A few years ago, Martin Brunel's game-worn jockstrap was stolen <laughs> and placed on eBay. That's page uh, one, dude. Show more results from Harry Hog Football, it says. <laughs> dude, that's nice. Oh, uh, Google must have been crawling our site when we were chatting about that in the chat box this past week. <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, yeah, the pictures were up for a while, and I guess Mark Brunel um, got them taken down, and they have not been up since, um, which I guess is no travesty. But that is where the whole yellow cake comes uh, story comes from. It was a uh, some some stealthy pictures of Mark Brunel wearing a jockstrap, a gold jockstrap. And whoever put them on their website called it Mark Brunel's Yellow Cake. Yellow. <laughs> they called it Mark yeah. Brunel's Yellow Cake. Yellow Cake. Oh. 
when but he now if you it. search the internet, you type in Mark Brunel Yellow Cake and you come up with Harry Hog Football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too much. Anyway, I think that pretty much wraps it out. Wraps it up. Wraps it up in yellow cake. <laughs> yellow, yellow, that yellow, yellow cake. pretty much puts the icing on the cake. Speaking of colors, once again, this episode brought to you by Red Queen 81. We'd like Red to give a shout out to Red Queen 81 and to all the other faithful listeners out there. And hey, I did have something else to website. bring up, dudes. What? I did have something else to bring up. Uh, so what's Chris Cooley doing down in um, in Miami with uh, Chad Ochocinco? Is he, like, working for him? I have no idea. I heard that he was this media guy or something, whatever that means. Apparently he's working for him for media stuff. I know he was interviewed today on a couple of the uh, nationally syndicated radio shows. Um, that's about all I know. I think he's bored. And yeah. I'd also like to bring something else up I saw just this afternoon. It's not on the itinerary here, but um, Clinton Portis apparently now says that he's pumped to work for... Shanahan and what's the uh, running backs coach's name? Turner, Ron Turner, Ron Turner. He yeah. said he's pumped. You know what that means? You know what that means? Now that he's like, oh yeah, I'm really excited to work with them. He's so cut. That's a, that, that is a personal guarantee. He's cut. Cut, cut, cut. cut. Unless he really I, is I, excited to work. For I him. believe he's. Gone. I can tell you. I can tell you he's that gone. in the past couple of days, and I've been monitoring monitoring the Twitter feeds and trends on the internet, and Clinton Portis, every time it comes up with Clinton Portis being mentioned, it's all stuff like, Clinton Portis yeah, okay. says he's healthy and ready to rock, or he's healthy and ready to return, you know, in 2010. You know um, who Clinton excited Portis about is working be? with Shanahan. What's that? You know who he's going to be this year? He's going to be the Ladanian Tomlinson, I mean, next year. This season, the 2010 season, he's going to be the Ladanian Tomlinson of 2010, wherever it is he's playing. He's going to be a step slower. He's still going to score a couple touchdowns, but he's going to be definitely going downhill really fast towards the uh, twilight of his career. He might even be the Edron James in Arizona. Good Lord. Or the Emmett Smith. Or the Emmett Smith in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, maybe he'll go to Arizona. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for tonight. Um for send us some email, redskinsfan at harryhotfootball.com. Check out the new website, which is pretty sweet. Make sure you get on there and register and start posting some comments. Yeah, we said we were gonna bring over all the old profiles. We're not we're not doing that. You just need to sign up. It takes like, it takes like two minutes. Resign up. Uh, you know, tell us what you're thinking about. And, uh, please comment on stuff. Oh, something I did want to mention. If you're commenting on the website, first time you comment, it won't comment immediately. Uh, and that's, that is our way of basically, um, seeing that you are a member of the website and, uh, you, know, you are who you say you are. You're not Viagra or something else. And, um, once we, um, <laughs> Once we say that your 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 comment is approved, we only do that one time. And once you're approved, then uh, then you can comment all you want without being approved after that. So um, comment, don't see it immediately. That's why I'm um, just giving a little bit. We're usually pretty quick about approving. 
Yeah. Yes, so yes, make sure you get on the site and hail and to the Redskins. Would, oh, oh, and one more thing. And if you would like to have a, uh, if you would like to sponsor an episode of Harry Hog Football, you can go down to the donate button down right before Harry Hog Nation on the bottom left hand side of the website. Click on donate. Donate a small portion for Harry Hog Football. A small portion of that hard earned pay. And uh, yeah, we'll mention you uh, probably seven or eight times during the website or during the podcast. But if you want, we're probably like Jesus. You can say my name again. I'm going to go a little crazy. Kind of like Red Queen 81 is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. If you don't want to give, if you don't want to give us the money, go through the Amazon, our little Amazon link. You're going to buy something. Or go to the Harry Hawk Football Shop and buy yourself a nice all-weather fan shirt or other big-type things. Like mouse pads, clocks, shirts. Or, you know, buy that, buy that next, uh, that new Mo- buy that new Moby album through iTunes. Through Harry Hawk. It's a good shop. There's really only four options on here now. We got rid of the crap that nobody cared about. So uh, feel free to click through. That would that help us out. We appreciate it. Thank our band. We have this update. Uh, yep. So uh, hail to the Redskins. Looking forward to the off season. And Super Bowl this Sunday. Don't forget. And and see you, Cowboys <laughs> fan. Hey, yeah, boy, man. Yo, go! Yo, go! Yo, go! Yo, go!